0: Welcome to the Leadership Bulls. We are about to launch straight into a whiz-bang episode. Uh, We're trying to do things a little differently today. Uh, I think we're going to go through a little list. I mean, we don't often go a list, but today we're going a list. Uh, And to my list, Uh, always happy to go a list, is Colin Beattie.
1: Thank you, Ricky. I do love a list. Uh, I grew up in ...era where the uh, the mixtape or the mm-hmm. top five list become... Yeah, you you know, David
0: Letterman uh, David back David Letterman, yeah, that's right, that's right. Giving you comedy lists. Yes, you really so... pioneered um, it. Steve Weissart stole it. Little did we know, because we had no access to David Letterman no, back then. we thought it was a Steve Vizard original. Steve Weisart doing his... His top 10 countdown. Those of you seven. out there, you'll need to Google Steve <laughs> Wiseard, I reckon.
2: I don't think Wikipedia goes back that
1: far. <laughs> no, Look up right. the history, <laughs>
0: the, the <laughs> sordid history of Australian television. Um, and I yeah. was
1: excited when we were doing a top 10, so I'm I'm quite pumped to be here.
0: Um, nothing makes me happier than when we've pumped you up a little bit with our... Topic of conversation. Uh, someone who I hope is equally as pumped is Alice Sidu. How are you going?
2: Hey everyone, I'm very, very excited. How do you Not, feel about lists? I don't mind a list or two. That's what I'm... I
0: like. Just <laughs> adequate, you know, just above ambivalence.
2: Well, the thing I want to know is, you know, what's on the list? Yeah. Are we counting down or up? Mm, I know these are the. And I thing. love the thing I do love about lists is that you unveil them slowly, so yeah. you get to like a fine wine, savor it, yeah. decide. Did that make the cut? Yeah. Is, that a good, good, is that a good list or is it not? Should I go further? So I love that curiosity factor. Well, it causes
1: yeah. debate.
0: It
2: does. Mm. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I hope there'll be plenty of that. And it's, <laughs> um,
0: I mean, look, I'm not going to beat around the bush. This is a pretty self-serving list, but I'm, I, they're my favourite kind of lists because they're the ones I can truly get behind. Um, so the list that we're, we're going to go through today, I think we're going to count down, guys. Um, start at 10 and work our way down to one, to one but right. in no particular order. No, definitely right. not. <laughs> You've thrown me. You've thrown us all. Um, uh, I'd like to look at the top ten reasons every organization need podcasting. I mean, we are a podcast, so if we can, you know, just really get to the nuts and bolts of this, that's going to help us no end. Um, so if everyone's happy with that as a list, then let's soldier on. Absolutely. Starting at number ten, as per aforementioned counting down. Uh, podcasting is conversations with the benefit of scale. Talk us through that, Colin.
1: I podcasting are conversations. Conversations are different to a lot of things that, especially, organizational life is used to, mm-hmm. like keynote speaking events or uh, scripted notes or. Um, I can't even think. What am I trying to say, Alice? Been, I'm not sure. I'm compl- being serious. All the it's
2: things. It's in only organizations. This number ten, and I'm already, I'm yeah,
0: already, already lost. <laughs> yes. So it's it's something I guess organizations aren't necessarily tapped into, or they haven't tapped into the full potential of podcasting, and they've got certain ways of delivering messages now. As you've as you've mentioned, your video, your sort of town hall, or your Q and A panel sessions, all these things are sort of your standard ways of getting a message out there or getting a your
1: newsletter, your email, mm. your... Yes.
0: Um, so covering they cover information this way and yes. they and they get messaging out this way. Um, but uh, I mean you've got to say podcasting is an untapped resource almost in you... terms of messaging and getting conversation started. Because that's what it is. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So the whole point of the, this piece though is the scale the scalability of podcasts, which means you can listen to them anywhere, anytime. Mm. And for organizations that are geographically dispersed, so they may be multinationals. Um not only that, but people work remotely as well. They work different hours. So there's all sorts of flexibility around where they are. Mm-hmm. And so you can listen to it anywhere, anytime, and you can listen to it again and go back and listen to your favorite bits because hopefully there are some as well.
0: Yeah, because you're taking that conversation, and you're amplifying it. You're giving it a forum, a soapbox.
1: Alice, can you can you and I talk a little bit more about scale? Because yeah. I think that's at what's at the heart of this. So the ability I love the piece about getting it out to remote areas all at the same time.
2: That's right. And so um, we know that now everybody is geographically, um, you know, uh, I guess um, dispersed, as I said earlier. And so for organisations, how do you make sure that the person who is not in head office for example, or in one of the it might be a client site, it might be in a branch office, depending on what industry you're in. Um, you know, how does that person access it? Then you have things like shift work and so forth, you have school pickups, you have sick leave, so if you're you know if you're on a holiday, it doesn't mean that you can't hear it. And again, as I said, if you want to hear it again, you can go back and listen to your favourite bits. And the whole point is that you can reflect on it and say that was that was real. So the point you made earlier about the fact that it's a conversation and the fact that you can access that conversation no matter where you are gives it an intimacy that's a little bit different.
1: It doesn't have to be a conversation, although that's our bias.
2: That is our bias, yes. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so
1: what we mean by that is you could actually have it somewhat scripted and it can almost still present as a...
0: um, It could be a radio play, guys. It could be a radio play. I mean, in fact, should we, should we have a Leadership of Fools radio play at some point? Why not? Oh, it's floating like it out that. there, guys. Next Why Fringe not? Festival. Oh, have, yeah. you seen, uh, have you seen our acting skills? Uh, mate, <laughs> uh, don't you sell yourself short. I believe in each and every one of you in this room. And uh, if we can't put on a Leadership of Fools radio play, then we're not trying. Yeah,
2: yep, absolutely.
0: Thank you. Thank yep. you. Uh, the conversation part
1: says uh, that you could have the unscripted conversation, the reconciling, working things out. Uh, that piece can actually kick in as well in terms of a podcast. And that would uh, be great to see organisations take that mature step. And I suspect we will come back to that throughout the top ten. Oh, yeah. But I think it is a maturity mm. in terms of an organisation that's looking to be very much authentic and use engagement mm. to be able to actually make it conversational.
0: If you're not podcasting... Grow up. <laughs> that's what i are saying. That's what i saying. <laughs> uh, excellently done. Number nine on the list, counting down, is uh, that podcasting is digital... And has a cool factor. I mean, if you say you've got a cool factor, you don't, that reduces your cool factor by about 100%. Um, so, so already to, we've dialed that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, right. So I would suggest note, note to self. Don't say that you've got a cool factor. Okay. <laughs> Digital.
2: Yeah. Alice. Okay. <laughs> I, like the, I like the intent with which you said that. Um, Alice,
1: we, one of uh, season one episodes, mm. you reminded me of the obvious, mm. and the obvious was. We're doing digital right now, mm.
0: and I was not even um, aware, of it. aware of it. Yeah. You've been afraid of digital this whole time, Colin, and you know, the whole time you've been doing it. I
2: have. While you've been on your phone downloading apps.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: and internet banking oh, I'm not skoking. ready for digital transformation.
0: <laughs> you're 90% digital, Colin. No. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> you just didn't know it.
0: I'm not even real. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> your avatar, you're, that's you're, right.
0: You're halfway through the movie Tron, and you didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm just going real... Obscure references, this mm-hmm. whole list. That's my, that's my thing. That's, that's my contribution. Steve Isard. Steve Isard. Tron. I mean, if the kids aren't enjoying my content, I don't know what kids are listening.
2: Well, this is the point of podcasts. We're encouraging curiosity because everybody should be Googling if they don't know the references, right? Mm, what's a Tron? <laughs> So podcasting um, is digital, it's a digital way of communicating and the thing about that is it creates, it integrates, I should say, it creates and integrates technology into what is a human experience which is a conversation or a discussion or a dialogue or a presentation because as you just said, there are many different ways to do that. And so when we're talking, I guess, uh, about all the things that create, um, you know, conflict within us with as digital you know, the conversation becomes, are we going to, you know, where does humanity stay and are we all going to be made redundant in this age of robots and mm. AI? Um, podcasts are, are almost the best of digital and they're at the best of digitization because they allow us to enable ourselves in different ways with technology. So it's a perfect complement, you know, when we talk about in technology, man and machine. Mm. To me, it's really, really great way of saying you can actually do both. And when you have both working well together, it's that's magic. This is
1: a mic drop
0: moment. Really? Yeah, it No. Is. It is. Like, <laughs> Why? That is so well, I don't know. It's well articulated. Really? Nailed it. Colin's touched. I'm touched. I'm actually quite moved. He's got wow. a tear tea on his eye. <laughs>
2: We're only at number nine. You, okay.
0: So what you did say yeah. was that it's the best of digital. Yeah. It
2: is. It is because what we can do now is have this conversation yeah. and we're recording it because we want to be able to share it.
0: It's the modern version of the family gathering around the wireless yeah. which has a romantic feel to it yeah. uh, when you think back to it and, and people seem very happy to digest their entertainment in that way and we look fondly back on that and this is kind of the reimagining of that situation which uh, it, it, as you say makes it the best of digital.
2: Yeah and you just said you had a moment and I appreciate that and I love that now too so I feel like I'm having a moment <laughs> and so when we talk about about technology and humanity, that's it. It's a moment and that we're capturing for posterity. Um, and on, in terms of, of the
0: um, the cool factor, um, I, I think I guess what, what we're getting at there or, or the, the point around that is that people are starting to embrace uh, listening to podcasts as a, as a very viable way of, of digesting information and as uh, relaxing and something to do when they're in transit. Like there's people are, are really have been on board for quite some time and more and more people are accepting that podcasting is uh, a, a, a nice way to receive information and to re- to in, in embrace entertainment and to do all those things.
1: And Rick, just... Uh, it's per- cool, guys. It's cool. Perhaps a, a need to redeem myself as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kieran Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. guest on season one, yeah. uh, was the person who looked me in the eye mm-hmm. and said, I'm really keen to integrate podcasting into our organisation mm. uh, because, because of the cool this, this, factor. and this. And finally, his final word was, "And because it's cool." Mm. So uh, I just I, wanted
0: to yeah, look, I'm, I'm just wanted to I'm feel, feel better you about that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to back you up. Thank all right, you. I think we can make Cool Factor cool again. Yes. All right. If anyone can, let's, let's do that. This podcast can.
1: Can I go back to? I'm the... Make it, we
0: should do a radio play about. Cool factor. Our radio plays called Cool Factor, guys.
1: So we're going to do radio plays, yeah. and uh, we're going back to sitting around the radio in the nineteen fifties yeah. and sixties. Yeah. And if I can just extend that, I think the best podcast you do feel like you want to be part of the conversation, mm. or you
2: you actually feel like you, you are. actually
1: feel like you are. Yeah, mm. yeah. And some of the best feedback we got from season one were things like I had one person say I was kind of yelling at at the podcast, at the uh, the device that I was listening it to, yelling because I wanted to ask a follow-up question and I think, they were yelling at me because <laughs> apparently I didn't ask the right question. Jeez,
2: Colin. Uh, but at
1: least I thought they were really engaged.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think they
0: wanted to find out more about your bike club, which was touched on briefly in season one, and I still don't think we found out enough about your childhood bike Maybe club. Maybe this could be the
1: radio play
0: <laughs> no. bike club. Um, absolutely. I'm imagining our radio I'm play. I'm actually just saying hello. <laughs> <something>. <laughs> we're videoing at the same time. Yeah. Because right? yeah. we are multimedia moguls. We're digital. We
2: are digital.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm imagining our radio play will uh, only be broadcast. We'll set up um, art installations around the city of old wirelesses that's just playing our radio play podcast on loop. And so people, in order to hear our radio play podcast, you have to gather around the wirelesses. Uh, established around the city, it's going to I be. Know. It's a movement, guys. It's I know movement. it's
2: not what you meant to convey, but I had an image of um, propaganda, <laughs> on the very 1984. I'm not, a,
0: I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that. It
2: Came to mind, and so I, I apologise, and I'm sharing in the spirit of what we said. Um, conversations are all about, and yeah. you never know quite know what's going to happen.
0: Our radio play will have an aggressively conservative agenda. Okay. Uh, if that if that helps you or hinders as you will. <laughs> Um, uh, Let's move on. So uh, 10, 9, we're up to 8, guys. That's how counting goes. Um, It's user-friendly.
1: You talked about this before, Alice, to extend this. uh, The user experience is one in which you can listen to podcasts while multitasking. Let's think about all the things you could be doing. You could be in the garden. You could be... Uh, riding your bike. You could be walking to work. You could be on the train, the tram, the bus, the it's my driverless num- car, It's, it's the my Uber. number
0: one uh, hanging out clothes on the clothesline activity is podcasting. Listening to podcasts. It gets me through my laundry. Easy. And Why not? A good distraction. Highly recommend. Yep. Any how many chore?
1: podcasts can you get through in a 15K run?
2: Um, depends how long they are. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Sorry, damn it! That should have been an easy question. I feel yeah. like oh, I no. failed you, oh, Colin. No, that's okay. It's okay. That's
0: uh, just a basic time situation. <laughs> no, uh, you've some asked a math That was a stupid question.
1: Someone is now yelling yeah. at their device. Duh. If you're listening to Hardcore Duh, Hardcore
0: <laughs> Histories, is like a four to six hour podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. So it is too.
2: I actually like to listen to about thirty-five minutes. I that think feels that's a about good, right Yeah, it's funny. I've actually got a um, routine. I do not always run with a podcast or music. I Sometimes I like the whole, you know, tune out thing. Mm. But I always listen to them when I'm walking to the market. So I live in the city. The market's a couple of Ks away. And so I, you know, take my shopping mm. bags, my podcast, and I feel like I'm geared up for the trip. And it's great. It's yeah. great. I
0: did find it difficult listening to... <clears throat> comedy podcasts when I was jogging um, because if I would laugh, it would ruin my – Get me out of of step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that might be the only limitation uh, in terms of user-friendliness is that you need to know uh, whether you can keep your rhythm going when you're jogging if you're laughing.
2: The other thing I'll say about user-friendly is that podcasts are available on many different platforms and so no matter – you know, which one you may have a particular loyalty or preference for, mm. you can find them across different uh, different suites. So yeah. that means that the diversity gives you choice about what it is that you want. So that's part of the user experience as well.
0: And okay. if you don't have any devices, then you can just find one of our easily accessible wireless art installations <laughs> that will be popping up around the city <laughs> with our aggressively conservative uh, <laughs> podcast streaming non-stop. Um, that's another way for you to if digest. If I link
1: it back to organisational needs, just for a moment, that if you have to, it's that piece where uh, a lot of effort and energy is often put into something like, you know, say say a town hall event, and uh, which is very powerful and can be very engaging. So, in no way, trying to diss a town hall event, the issue might be that not everyone can access that. So, through a podcast, they get to listen in their own time through their own device, their own platforms, in their own way, doing whatever else they want to do at that time. So uh, I just think there's a whole lot of upside to the user
2: experience. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Number seven on the list of top ten reasons every organisation needs podcasting is executives like podcasting more than speaking to video or live audiences. Now, I just want broad to follow generalization. this one.
1: Yes, it's a very broad generalisation. What data group
0: have you got? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: This is a hypothesis. Oh. You imagine.
0: I imagine. <laughs> Number seven, Colin imagines executives <laughs> like podcasting more than speaking to video or live audiences. And who are we to deny Colin his hopes and dreams?
1: Who, here's my take on it. Uh, having been an executive coach, advisor, consultant, and helping executives to be at their peak performance in moments like um, doing something on video, doing something in front of a live audience or doing something that relates to a podcast, uh, the anxiety levels drop away quite significantly with podcasting. So the anxiety drops away, the human, the person kicks in, uh, the real person that is, and uh, you get to see the real authentic person earlier.
2: And That's I That's really it's, powerful. So yeah, why is that?
1: I think it's because... Um, You get to not look at the camera or let's start with what is potentially the hardest, the audience, you know? So if, if it is speaking in front of an audience, public speaking that you're not feeling that comfortable with, or that causes you anxiety or stress or whatever it might be, that's, that's a, that's a tough ask, tough ask to be yourself and be very authentic. There, you know, I just sense we get to see someone quite different on stage. Uh, Number two, in front of a video, I think there's something about the edge or the underlying sense that I'm performing, and I need to, uh, I don't know, what's the words? It's that sense of this substitutes, the, the camera substitutes for the audience. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're podcasting, and I can feel it right now, like I am feel like I'm just in conversation mm. with you, Alison, yeah. with you, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of big mics in the way, uh, and every so often I have to look through the mic. It makes it more exciting. It's coy. That, yeah, it is coy. It's mischievous. Um, but there is <laughs> are a are point. Are
2: you again, Rick? <laughs>
1: yeah, there's usually a point sometime, maybe two or three minutes into the into this podcast starting hitting record that I'm not even noticing yeah. we're in yeah. and podcast it's, form.
0: Yeah, and you're right. It's the removal of that focal point audience point so when you're live speaking the audience is right there and you're performing to that audience when there's a camera there that substitutes for that so you're performing to the camera yeah with this we in a podcast you're aware that it will be for an audience but it becomes about interacting you're looking you're looking at the people that you're talking with and so it's a it's a very different uh, method of um, I guess delivering to an audience because you're removed from that audience expectation and that audience uh, pressure I guess
2: yeah and I was actually going to say it's not all, uh, almost um, or sometimes um, around the, the presentation to the audience, it's actually about the intimidation factor. Mm. So some, some people are actually, you know, very comfortable in front of an audience. Yes. Not everyone is. And so it's not, um, you know, it's not unheard of <laughs> to be very concerned <laughs> about being focused on, you know, how is it going to come out, etc., cetera, et cetera. More importantly, it's am I going to be okay? Am I going to get the words out as opposed to... You know, so it's not about them, it's about how you're feeling going into that. And so this is really interesting because this becomes about just having, as you said, the conversation or the discussion if it's a more um, formal style.
1: Absolutely. I think the other thing that we might even cover again later in this top 10, but I think the other thing is podcasting seems to celebrate imperfection, whereas yeah.
0: um,
1: other platforms or, or forums like uh, in front of an audience or even in front of a video, yeah. don't celebrate that. They're yeah. looking for uh, more perfection.
0: Yeah, yeah. You accept a lack of polish. Yes. Uh, you expect a lack of you polish. You expect it. Yeah.
2: I am glad to say I do not believe we are letting our listeners down today. <laughs> no, no, That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Colin keeps getting me back the for last reason. thing you've ever said to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we are meeting expectations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, ooh, so what are we up to? Six, We're up to six guys, six. This is really, really testing my ability to count backwards. Uh, number six on the list: top ten reasons every organisation needs podcasting. A trust, it's a trusted source. It's democratic. Mm. I mean, that is that is kind of cryptic, Colin. What's going on there? A trusted source. It's democratic. Hmm. Uh, democratic. I'll
1: start there. Mm. Democratic in that everyone can have a podcast. That's true. Uh, there's, uh, well, let's. Let's estimate how much it might cost. It it, cost, it could cost the amount of an Apple iPhone or, yeah. or an iPhone, although I'll qualify this. We mm. are in a great studio with a great audio engineer. Oh, the way we do it, it's very expensive. Quality, I mean, it is expensive. The overheads are huge. <laughs> that's right.
0: Microphone equipment. <laughs> My rider is amazing. Like the things no, I like, exactly right. like demand in order to sit um, in this chair in are the- becoming unwieldy at best. <laughs> <laughs> So you it,
2: haven't told him it's his last show?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The budget is. <laughs> fully I defy you wiped. to someone, to find someone as unpolished as me. <laughs> Your podcast <laughs> will become far too polished if I'm not here, Colin, and you know it.
2: There go those expectations <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> uh, I think if we're talking about creating an environment for executives to be at their best, if if it's a democratic process, a podcasting doesn't feel over the top, it doesn't feel uh you know it doesn't feel like oh, only the executive can afford to video this and get such high production qualities. Like, there's something to that. Uh, a trusted source is um, definitely a way of me saying I think people like the idea of podcasting in that it doesn't have a constrained time and it doesn't have a journalist trying to find you out like a traditional radio show or perhaps a traditional TV uh, media. Spot, And in that regard, the fact that you have time, you allow people to uh, talk and talk openly. And therefore, we place a lot more reliance and trust on it. And I'd imagine things like Elon Musk uh, smoking. <laughs> yeah uh, Allegedly. Allegedly, Alleged. which he did. Uh, Confirmed. On a podcast <laughs> is just another way of saying we can actually, there's something about that. Whatever your reaction to that is, there's something about we can trust in that. It's it happened. Yep. Mm. We can experience it. We can see that. Anyway, mm. I don't know where to go with that exactly. Yeah. But
0: um, <laughs> I'm
2: just wondering what's in that sparkling <laughs> Pellegrino <laughs> water now. No, I know. who, knows?
0: who knows? I've also got some things I want to add to my rider. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> the, the point about um, the democratisation mm. of, of the podcast information or the conversation is really important though because for executives who actually want to create that authenticity that you spoke about, one of the key challenges is how far do you communicate without sanitising a message? Yes. And by the time you get the newsletter out, you know it's gone through corporate affairs and marketing or you know, whatever the internal process communications is. And so... Someone's got
0: to check that font.
2: Someone has to check the font and (laughs) usually some of the messages, as in you cannot say that, cross out. And so... Redacted. I will um, give a plug for the fact that Leadership of Fools is raw and real Mm -hmm. and it's unscripted (laughs) and a lot of the time it's unedited as well. I say a lot of the time because...
0: it's not completely unedited. it's not, it's not completely. But yeah. you know, sometimes I go on a very questionable uh, yes. rant that can is not fit for general no. consumption. There's lots, a, of, <laughs> there's lots of Rick Brown on the cutting room floor. I, I take that feedback on say. board. Look, I can't be censored, except the fact I can literally be censored. Um, <laughs> and if you're
2: interested in finding out about Rick Brown, um, Kurtz on the <laughs> Kurtz Journey episode, into yes. Darkness the, is a brilliant one. But that, but getting back to the point, that's a really important one because. Important. Um, you know, you're not editing there for, to sanitise. Yes. You're editing for, you know, sense <laughs> in yes. some cases yeah. or time. And so it's really, really different. And so there's that trust piece that you talked about because a lot of the corporate information that comes out has been um, has been sanitised to that degree.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know, I feel like this is, this is the gold moment, the gold what? moment around...
2: I'm mic dropping, yeah. I'm gold. No, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gold. loving every moment.
1: <laughs> it's the ability for an executive, even an executive team, to be... Uh, in the middle of a you know half day meeting, one day offsite, two day offsite, whatever it might mm. be, even two hour board meeting, yeah. where they elect to rather than, you know, they get to the end, they say, okay, what's the takeaways? Yeah, how do we want to communicate this to our people? Mm, that's right. And what you're talking about in terms of the sanitization – goes through the amount of layers, the time it takes and the loss of message.
2: Sometimes it's the afternoon of the last day of the workshop, which is what are we going to tell our people? That's how long it takes. Yes. And no one's deliberately – it's not a misleading piece. It's crafting the story as opposed to going out there and saying – Someone's
0: got to collate the butcher's paper's worth of (laughs) – there is. I- ideating.
2: <laughs> Sounds like you've been to a
1: freaking
2: How a do you view. know all these things? I know. I know there's all those post-it notes, damn it, that interactive activity yeah. leads to so much mm-hmm. um, you know, typing up. Yeah. But that's the point, isn't it? That you spend all of that time crafting and saying what are we going to tell our people and make sure everyone's on point yes. because you have executives and you have different styles. Again, yes. this is there's nothing nefarious in this. It's just the fact that we all communicate differently, so we have different styles. We want to make sure that the message is consistent. Yes. So again, there's that piece around podcasts and what it does it gives you consistent messaging and transparency as well so
1: and I can literally see and I think this can be happening right now maybe it is but it definitely could be happening a lot more where the last part of the summing up part of an executive team retreat or or board meeting is let's press record yeah yeah Uh, so we just sum up together and therefore we could actually then distribute that to our people and they get not not just the messages, they get the s- nuance. The
2: nuance. And even um, beyond the nuance, it's the idea of what leads to that messaging being articulated because mm. a, there's a practical thing around, um, you know, drilling down and getting to a handful of key points. But I love that. It sounds like a really good idea. We should talk to people about that, Colin.
0: Mm, we should, Alice. We need, <laughs> we need some sort of platform where we can get that message
2: out. Does <laughs> anyone got any ideas? Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, town halls are awesome. <laughs> um, number five on the list is live podcasting is different to the standard keynote speaker or panel. Live podcasting. Ooh, so like this is
1: the picture um, which does happen. And in fact, one of the delightful things about Leadership of Fools, we've been invited and asked and lots of inquiries about us doing Leadership of Fools type conversations in conferences as a live podcasting experience. So uh, I think that's great um, for us, mm-hmm. but also think it just kind of opens up this idea that a lot of conferences are f- uh, currently full with keynote speaking moments or panel moments. Um, and, you know, I must admit to seeing a lot of photos of, you know, stools, a series of four stools or four comfy chairs. So the next time you're at a conference where you're seeing a panel picture the chairs actually uh, moving around so the chairs are facing each other, Uh, a little bit of audio equipment in the middle, Mm. perhaps even uh, something like the audience being in the round, Mm -hmm. surrounding what's happening, and actually uh, enable a conversation to take place. And um, I can't help but think that's kind of a live version of sitting around the radio.
0: Oh, I like it. You know, you say that and I'm on board. You're on board. Paint that picture and I will look at that picture.
1: And the other plus is that you get uh, a a takeaway. You get the the actual digital product that occurs from that live event.
2: So I have to say something and yes. hopefully it's going to be as equally insightful as some of the other things I've said.
1: Well,
0: she's put pressure on herself <laughs> no, now. <right. laughs> she wants to drop the mic non-stop. Can, can
2: someone save me because I feel like no, now I've just built good. it up too this much. going
0: to be so good, Oh my everyone. gosh, I've Wait. forgotten what I'm going to say. If you, if, you, uh, <laughs> if you only hear one part of this podcast, it must be this part because <laughs> this will change your life. And it only
1: took till six. <laughs> what are we up to?
0: Yeah, we're up to number, number five.
2: How you got
1: Number
0: five.
2: Are you guys making fun of me? I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lucky this is a podcast <laughs> called Leadership of Fools so I know what to expect that I come on. I'm trying to figure out
0: how to do a drum okay, roll.
2: Okay, drum, drum roll, please. So you know you were talking about um, the conferences.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, important piece coming up. We behave yourself. Uh, <laughs> you were talking about the conferences and yes. the format and what you're picturing. Yes. Um, what I was thinking is we talked earlier about digital. It was the nine... You know, ninth top reason to do a podcast. It sure was. And digital is cool. It's cool. And Got I cool was factor. thinking about how many um, conferences I've attended, and also I put my hand up and say spoken at as well, <laughs> um, f- because I, I I say that talk uh, making the comment that I'm going to now which is there are so many conferences happening now on digital, digital transformation. Um, I'm speaking at something on, around blockchain in a couple of weeks' time, artificial intelligence, new world of work, HR. There's a whole... You get the idea. There's a whole range. The future is coming. The future is coming. The future is here, AI, all of that sort of stuff. And yet, we are still tradi- um, attending them and participating in them and delivering them in traditional analogue methods, which is you're sitting around the room and you're looking up and there's the presenter, some of them may be experiencing the stage fright we talked about. Um, And so what happens, the the, the sort of transformation has started with things like interactive, you know, where, where we're now posting on LinkedIn and Twitter in the moment to promote the conference or the event or the speaker. For the most part, though, the um, the presentations themselves, whether they be panel or keynote or roundtable, are in largely traditional analogue formats.
0: With the sound of those little wrapped Mentos lollies <laughs> popping just every now and again in the audience. <laughs> People are just trying to ration out their little wrapped Mentos.
2: So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, if you're talking about the cool factor of digital,
0: I desperately want to drop the mic
1: okay. just, just for you, for oh, you to feel good about this. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, you pity! Shouldn't.
1: He's
0: giving you pity, drops. <laughs> <a> pity <laughs> mic drops. Oh, oh Colin, that is almost worse just, than I no mic drop. <laughs> yeah, you I was being
1: disingenuous. never you
0: were. sorry. Never <laughs> no, pity no, mic no. drop.
2: No. no, but I think actually, you know, we'll probably edit that. No, whole no, piece. No, 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 no. But I it's, think... you know, there is something there around the fact that, um, yeah, conf- and this isn't um, having a, a criticism, as I said, that I'm going to do a presentation as well. But where, the way we deliver those, even though there's so much that can be done, which you, is what you just talked about, should be experimenting with different forums and channels. Yeah, and I
1: think. Um, if I can extend what you've said, because I, I think it is actually really onto something, and I'm, that's not a pity comment. <laughs> it, it seriously is not. He's, you he's, guys are he's, he's got me. his authentic
0: hat on now, yeah, I, I can have, tell. Yeah, uh, he's going to save it. I,
1: I, think, um, I think there must be something still appealing for us about going to those events. Mm,
2: absolutely. In fact,
1: if anything, I think they're becoming more popular than yeah, ever. Yes. Uh, so this podcasting actually is not so radical like it's not so radical to say all of a sudden we're delivering these conferences in purely digital forms. Yes. Uh,
2: yeah. You still
1: get to go to the event. Absolutely. You still it- get to touch and feel yes. and experience the Mentos or whatever it might be. Yeah, the brownies um, and morning tea. You're still going to have mm-hmm. your yep. lanyard and... Yeah.
0: You better have a lanyard. <laughs>
2: It's the idea of what happens at the conference when yes. you get there, and the way that and we what can after, present. Yeah, as yeah. A, as
1: a significant, as a real takeaway, like I think the live, uh, the live, even the live event we did in season one, mm. like um, people were really engaged yes. and quite desperate to actually find out when that was dropping. Yeah, like because yeah. I want to listen to it again. Yeah, they,
0: they left there with a leadership of fools water bottle. If that's not going to create buzz, I don't know what will. Uh, well played uh, So we're up to number four on the list uh, It's not scripted This is the top ten reason every organisation needs podcasting It's not scripted It's more authentic and real Leaders doing their own stunts Ho-ho!
1: Rick Brown, do you remember that quote of yours? Leaders do. doing their own stunts Oh uh,
0: yeah, I feel like I, I don't know how I got credit for it But I'll take it <laughs> I feel like it just sprung up organically during thing But if I'm getting credit for that quote Then it's whack a it on the CV one. It's whack a very it good there. one
1: Tom Cruise Tom Cruise, mm. uh, you know, has had his moments in his career mm. and he, at, more celebrated than ever as a movie star because he does his own stunts.
0: That's what his movies are about now. It's what's mm. Tom Cruise going to do next?
1: And uh, there's something, just even in that term, that just says we're looking for our leaders to be bold, take mm. a risk, be real, make mistakes, be vulnerable. Um, break an ankle, which I think Tom Cruise did, <laughs> did in yeah. Yeah, this it's, movie.
0: He's trying to get a bit of Jackie Chan action. Um, yes, and I think podcasting is an excellent forum for uh, for doing this because I guess some of the downside of this, uh, the, the video print, um, sort of delivery and the, the the panel discussions is that it can have a bit of facade about it or it can mm. be a little bit uh, we're not seeing behind the curtain sort it's of thing. It's
2: manufactured. Yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. I think that's often the, the downside of those sort of things is that you are – Getting a message across, but it's through a veneer of uh, production, and we're not getting an authentic uh, sense of who you are when you're delivering this message. Mm. Where I think uh, podcasting has proven time and time again that we can we can sort of scratch, we can get behind that. The microphone and the intimate atmosphere can really disarm and, and, and bring all those facades mm. down.
2: Well, in the conversation a lot of organisations are having, which is how they transform and digitise and, you know, innovate to remain either remain competitive or or create new competitive advantage, um, you have to be um, willing to experiment and put yourself in uh, uncomfortable situations and we've talked about that on previous podcasts. The whole idea of this piece is that you actually are doing that and that's a really interesting testament. To me, it's the whole idea of you walking the talk yes as opposed to standing up somewhere in you know in a meeting and saying um i give you permission to go and try something new yes and then again you're delivering it via the same traditional methods
0: that's great thank you uh number Oh, oh we're getting down to the business end mm. guys we're getting down to the business end mm. um it's so perfect for leadership programs how so
1: i have this picture, this picture, and this this is very much in my world. My world of uh, working in organisations to build leadership capability and development programs and experiences. And what you have is often the experience of someone going off site to uh, again maybe a keynote speaking event or a workshop, and they come back from that experience full of. Uh, ideas usually full of enthusiasm optimism and often the people back in the organization are looking for the the training effect that you know will only last 24 hours 48 hours (laughs) and then that will go away that optimism and uh, especially for organizations that invest in programs over periods of time three to six months 12 months even uh, there is something about finding the bridge or the connection between the, you know, maybe the events, the more formalised events? And podcasting seems just like a sweet spot yeah. for that. Alice, do you want to take that a little further?
2: So when I think about leadership Programs, I think. Again, I don't know why it's a it's a theme for me today, which is the traditional, and I don't want to. I do not want to create the impression that there is something wrong with traditional methods. I guess I'm I am in the digital space, and we are talking about podcasts. So in that mindset, Mm. it's it's that's the context in which I am making the comments today. I think also again leadership programs um, spend a lot of time on the content. Can I sign this
1: disclaimer? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, please do. Um,
2: I have seen as I mean I've participated participated in many of those programs over the years and I've seen how they've developed in terms of the maturity of concepts which I think is fantastic and, the and con- there's good
1: stuff in there. there is
2: a great and and so this is even the thing around you know how the idea of leadership has evolved mm. you know and so this whole thing of uh, agile learning for example and adaptive organizations we were not talking about these as con- as concepts even five years ago Um, And, you know, different leadership approaches and things like that. uh, You know, it's great that we're having those conversations. I I think with leadership programs and what we don't necessarily do is enough experiential learning that gives people opportunities to experiment with some of these formats in a way that allows them to feel safe. And leadership programs are all about experimenting because you're there, you know, going in. That maybe you're going to have to do some awkward role play. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Um, you've probably done a 360. So instead of a role
1: play, a a live, not a live, a podcasting conversation yeah, or, about yeah, a leadership topic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That
1: is something where you where you feel the you feel the nerves that yeah, kick in. Well, While yeah. I'm actually going to be on air, yeah. or I'm going to have a microphone in front of me but it's safe enough.
2: It's safe, yeah, uh, yeah. To be
1: able to, we can contain it. And but it, it's a great yeah. learning experience. And it gives
2: you an artifact. Yes, and when, an artifact. When you leave yes. to talk about that. So when you talk about, I mean, you know, adaptive organisations and how you bring transformation back into your teams, the idea of going on a leadership program is that you actually, re, you know, yeah. return as a as a more holistic leader. Um, and so the idea is that you shape some of that back into the team and say, hey, look, this is what I did and yes. share that within the organisation so they can actually get an insight into what happened, um, the experience, and see some of those things that you might be coming to terms with as a leader as well. And I made the point earlier, you're walking the talk. Yeah. Mm. So when you come back and say, this is what we're going to do, there's probably a bit more of a conviction that it might actually happen, um, which is different from you know, just putting something down on a piece of paper.
1: I'm glad awesome. you extended that. Okay. Seriously, I could, it Thanks. helps.
0: That part helps. In summary, you got to podcast.
2: You got to podcast. <laughs> you got to <laughs> podcast. Uh,
0: number two on the list is because we make you look good. That's right. We do. Rick Brown. Yes.
1: Uh, one of the things I'd, I'd offer about the format that is Leadership of Fools is. A lot of people have said to me, oh, I like you've got a comedian involved and, you know, with, that's... Uh... In, in quotation
0: marks, comedian. <laughs> yeah, he, said I mean, a, he's a guy. i said,
2: who's that? He's a
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> if the comedian is the person who doesn't know much about business in the sense that he often sounds ridiculous, then yes, he's a comedian. I <laughs> dare say
2: there might be a few of us in the <laughs> wearing that label.
1: And as much as I say, yep, yep, that's a that was a deliberate strategy or that was a deliberate part of the format, the more deliberate part of the format was... The art form of improvisation, mm-hmm. and um, if anything, in fact, one of the gra- again a great thing that I just heard recently is somebody said, oh, "Is it is it really um, script- scripted or is it really improvised? Like, how much does an executive actually prepare?" I said they prepare to the extent that we do tell them the topic.
0: Yeah, let them have a think about it. <laughs>
2: If we're, like you. if we're lucky. If we're lucky. you. Depends so, how organised Colin is, isn't yeah, that yeah, right? that's sure. probably isn't a good factor right, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: It depends on how busy I, I am doing other things. <laughs> 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 I don't read any of the emails, Colin, because I like to be a blank slate. I like to come in just like as un, un, sort of unbiased as I can be. I don't want to have thought about anything. <laughs> so so <laughs> circling back, it's less about the
1: comedy, it's more about the art form that is improvisation. Yes. And the principles around that. And yep. those principles are fundamentally based on making each other look good. Yes. 100%. And therefore, uh, what I would, and again, this is probably the most deliberate sell in this uh, particular podcast episode, Great. would be that if you were to work with us as an organization, we will make you look good. We will set everyone up for success. Uh, both leading up to the podcast and in the
0: conversation. We will podcast you in a good light. Yes. That's what we will do.
2: I really like that because it speaks to the messages that we've talked about, which is um, there's authenticity, yes. there's development. I know I've grown, if not throughout this you know, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> then certainly you might through... have gone backwards a little bit. Sure. No, just just, just I, a little. As soon as I started saying that, I thought there could have been some devolu- devolution yeah. actually. <laughs> um But there is there is authenticity yes. and there is development because the whole point of podcasting is that we're having a conversation in a different way that challenges perhaps the boundaries or, you know, our conceptions, some of our biases and so forth. So there's the learning piece. Um, however, as you said, it's all designed to make you look good because everybody it's about everybody succeeding. Yes. And I think that's one of the one of the key principles of leadership, which is how do you succeed in a space that is a little bit uncertain and how do you try new things and be safe? So it's a little bit strange that we're doing that. It's a real paradigm that we're saying come and re- we'll record you and broadcast you mm. and yet you will have opportunity to you know, experience and be in that context.
1: Yes. And the nuance, there's a couple of um, elements of nuance in that it, making each other look good doesn't mean that we won't face moments where we disagree and there might be very different perspectives uh, and nor does it mean that there won't be a moment when it might even feel more like a debate but fundamentally mm. the conversation aim is to create an environment where everyone can be themselves mm. and who they are mm. and we're not trying to set you up to fail or find you out or Test you. Uh, it's it's kind of the antithesis. I can't even say that word. Antithesis of that.
0: Now that.
2: It. Yeah, best version of yourself. I yep. think is a really good way to say that.
0: Yeah, and having sat on uh, and been a part of this the, this particular podcast for, uh, you know, we're into the second season now and uh, I've seen quite a few conversations now. And I think every single uh, conversation that has occurred with all the different combination of executives, everyone at some point in the conversation has light shed on a specific area in a, or, or they start to think about something in a way that they weren't thinking about it before. Uh, like you in this conversation, yeah. you had some mic drop moments, some goals where uh, you, you generally... I think he teared up at one point. <laughs> um, just to have, uh, you know, something... New to, insight. To, yeah, new insight. That's the word yeah, I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and yeah, every conversation that I've been witness to, I've seen someone experience uh, new insight uh, at some point in the conversation, sometimes multiple times. Um, and this format seems to really uh, enhance that or, or allow that or encourage that. The other thing I've loved
1: is when you often think about the hosts being the ones who ask the questions, but it's often the executive asking questions of each other mm. and or of us. So
0: I'm often too busy thinking about my radio plays <laughs> and my wireless art installations. So I get very distracted in conversation. <laughs> so I'm not the best person to keep things on track. To be fair, so to be the, fair. a lot of the time the guests have to do a lot of the questions.
2: There's a lot of heavy lifting involved. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. I thought I was coming along to be a guest, I've I ended up being the host, <laughs> no. I ended up being... Yeah. I know, Yeah. I know. Uh, my nickname is Deadweight, uh, Rick Deadweight <laughs> Brown, And um, but I feel like sometimes you need that weight in a, in a on a windy day, On the anchor, on a ship you need an anchor, maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what I am, <laughs> there's not that's much right. difference between a deadweight and an anchor. <laughs> no, <that's> there's not. <laughs>
1: So. I have nothing to add
0: Nothing more There, nothing is, no, more.
2: there is nothing that can follow Now there must code. be
0: a number one uh, We are up to number one uh, On the top ten list uh, of reasons Every organisation needs podcasting um, And sadly in our ramshackle way We have no number one uh, I <laughs> think we miscounted our top ten list In Who put in, this <laughs> list together? In some way uh, we've rounded Yeah what well, they're really scary. We got babies. nine points and we just rounded it down, <laughs> rounded it up to, uh, to top ten. To Alice, do you, you were, know what
1: my first job was?
2: <laughs> I'm scared. No. Accountant. No. No, I
0: okay. think it's Is this
2: your list, Colin? I yeah, think it's, it's my a list. Is that where, is that where you're going
0: with that? I think it's a deliberate strategy from Colin though, no, because I think the number one reason, I think it's it's different for everyone. You know, <laughs> yes, it's it up is. to you. It's yes. up to you to decide yes. what is the number one reason that Rick, podcasting, you know me so well, and, uh, and you make, make me look good. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, so I think number you one don't... is blank. It's like the time that um, the Time Magazine had a mirror on their front cover because everyone who was looking at it was the Person of the Year. You know, oh. that's what we're saying. Num- the number one reason every organisation needs podcasting. You tell us.
2: <laughs> mm? I like that. You tell us. What do you want to get out of it? Yeah, yeah,
0: we'll come in there and you can tell us. Each organization can give us their number one reason. <laughs> so, not only
1: am I a guest, I'm a host, and now I have to tell you the content. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: Well, like we said, this is a conversation, and with conversations, you never quite know where things are going to go. Yeah. And there is surprising joy, concern, yeah. and horror in the discovery of yeah. what that conversation is I will am look actually like.
1: worried about the user listener experience right now that Why? they will have been enjoying I I love a top 10 I love a top 10 countdown yeah <laughs> And the letdown that we've no. just experienced right now by so not I, actually having a number no, one. No, I'm going
0: to go back through in in post and I'm going to re-record and I'm, I'm going to change re- all of the – every time I say top ten, I'm going to change it to nine. So it's going to say the top nine <laughs> reasons every organisation all through the podcast and so it'll be fine. Thank no one you. will even Thank know. you. That will make me feel a lot better.
2: I'm actually okay with this. Yeah.
0: the top nine re- You're
2: okay. <laughs> I'm actually okay with this. Yeah. Because I can tell. <laughs> yeah. I look too chilled, like I don't really understand what's happened. You the think, lesson here, everyone. She's a everyone. bit slow this afternoon. Life <laughs> so she is disappointing. We'll run short. All right. life. <laughs>
0: life is disappointing, guys. Get used to it.
2: No, no, but life throws you curveballs. <laughs> That's right. And sometimes you think there's going to be ten things happening and there's only nine. <laughs> there's only nine. And this is what leadership is all about, which yeah. is how you're going to handle... This is situational leadership happening right here. We Just don't a want bunch a... of fools talking about it. We don't want
0: to spoon-feed our audience all ten reasons.
2: So, you know, I love, you guys know I love food because we podcasted together and I talk about food all the time, which is...
0: We'll not stop talking about food.
2: (laughs) I like food. (laughs) Um, And I like the idea that we've talked about podcasts being conversations. Yes. And I like the idea that we've talked about conversations taking you anywhere and so my favourite kind of concept is the leadership conversation and also then a dinner table conversation because that gives you a different sense of intimacy and there's that whole piece of informality, which is a little bit different from how organisations traditionally operate. Yes. So I don't Especially know. Especially
1: organisations. I think I think it's that kind of sense we're in that fast food fix um, and the opposite is almost the, the decustation part, yeah. that sense of that uh, we get... Small nibbles, we take our time, we get to uh, celebrate every mouthful, we're, we're present with each other uh, and there's nuance to it, there's subtlety to it versus just the fast food fix where I, is the sound bite of the converse, of the
0: conversation. Yeah. It's not even a conversation it's really. It's
2: not, yeah, it's just the thing that happens. So it sounds like what something like what you're saying is... Um...
0: <laughs> Are you saying that... <laughs> Podcasting is the degustation to the ever-present fast food fix?
2: Yes, I am. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. quote. quote. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, so that was the top ten slash nine reasons every organisation needs podcasting. Thank you so much for all of your contributions. Um, hopefully... Very little of it will be edited out um, as per my stipulations contractually. Um, uh, I'm hoping that Alice doesn't get into the editing suite and leave me on the cutting room floor as per usual. Uh, But uh, nice working through this list with you too.
2: Thank you, Rick. I I will be staying away from the editing room, so I will leave that onerous (laughs) and very time-consuming task to
0: someone else. It all stays. It all stays. (laughs) Mic drop. Well, that was clearly a pin, Colin.